After much controversy and opposition from privacy advocates and segments of the technology sector, the Senate recently passed the Bipartisan Cybersecurity Information Sharing Act of 2015. The bill lifts legal barriers for businesses to share cyber threat information with each other and with the government. CISA now faces reconciliation with similar legislation passed earlier this year by the House before it moves on to President Obama to sign into law. So what does the passage of CISA mean for the healthcare sector? I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Samantha Birch, Senior Director of Congressional Affairs at the Healthcare Information and Management System Society, or HIMSS. Samantha will give us her analysis of what CISA potentially means for the healthcare sector. Hi, Samantha. Now, for starters, were you at all surprised by the fierce opposition CISA faced by some privacy advocates and some major tech firms who called CISA a surveillance bill? You know, I really wasn't surprised. I think any time you have a large piece of legislation like this, like CISA, it's inevitably going to attract some opposition. It deals with a lot of very sensitive issues, and I think those sensitive issues exemplify why Congress has not been able to move a cybersecurity bill through up until this point, and obviously there are more steps to go in terms of the conference, but just getting to this point, given all of the sensitive issues addressed in the bill, I think, um, you know, there's certainly always going to be folks who are going to view any bill that deals with this type of information as a surveillance bill. So now how can the bill potentially help the healthcare sector improve cybersecurity? What provisions do you like the best? So I think Generally speaking, HIMSS has been very supportive of the need to get some infrastructure in place to get cyber threat information from the government to healthcare organizations. So I think in general, this bill begins to, at a high level, set up that infrastructure for all of the private sector, not just for healthcare. I think in terms of healthcare specifically, there are provisions that were included in the manager's amendment of CISA. Um, before it went to the floor that deal specifically with some of the unique needs of the healthcare sector related to cybersecurity, um, including the need to sort of define what HHS's role is in the cybersecurity space, to look at some of the unique characteristics of healthcare and learn from potentially other sectors, and also to look at what does the sector need in terms of minimum standards and best practices to sort of be able to go to the next level in terms of a proactive sort of cybersecurity posture. So now, Samantha, as the CISA bill is reconciled, the Senate version reconciled with the House legislation, what provisions if any, don't you like in either version of the bills that HIMSS hopes gets dropped or modified? So I think generally speaking, um, most of our attention has been on the Senate, FISA, in terms of sort of the foundation for what we think should move through the conference. And certainly there are healthcare provisions included in CISO, so we're especially invested in the fact that there are provisions that deal with the needs of the healthcare sector. So in terms of reconciliation of those three bills, obviously they are generally 
pretty similar. There are some differences in how federal agencies are dealt with, how um, a little bit around the margins of, you know, the liability protections and things like that. But I think in general, we would like to see the Senate bill be the foundation for the conference, especially given that it deals with these critical issues related to healthcare. So, Samantha, when it comes to cyber threat information sharing in the healthcare sector, what does HIMSS hope will happen as a result of CISA? So HIMSS sees some unique challenges in the healthcare sector. Um, there are other sectors that are um, set up already to do some of this around uh, their infrastructure for fraud prevention and other things. Healthcare is sort of newly digitized, so it's coming to the table a little bit later in terms of setting up some of this infrastructure. So what we think is really, really important about what CISA does for healthcare um, in terms of the healthcare-specific provisions is that it sets up a task force that looks at challenges and barriers in the sector, lessons learned from other sectors, but it also tasks this industry task force with looking at how do we ensure that cyber threat information is getting from the government to healthcare organizations in real or near real time, the information is actionable and it can be accessed at no cost. You have small and medium-sized providers in the healthcare industry who just simply can't afford to belong to some of the pay-to-play model information sharing groups. And so we believe that it's really important that this group is being tasked to look at that function and to ensure that it exists in healthcare. Now, you mentioned that there is some existing information sharing sorts of organizations in the healthcare sector, and those include high trust, they include the National Health Information Sharing and Analysis Center, or NHISAC. Where do you see organizations like that, high trust, NHISAC, fitting in with CISA, and what do you think the potential impact of CISA might be on those existing organizations? Sure. I think everything at this point is sort of a piece of the puzzle that needs to get fit together. I think in terms of the um, NHISAC, that is a great foundational piece and could see it fitting in very easily into sort of that model. I think the challenge is always when when the model is a membership model and you, again, have so many small and medium-sized organizations within the healthcare sector ensuring that the support exists for that function to be able to serve the broader sector is really sort of what we're looking at and kind of where HIMSS comes to the table in this is not necessarily needing something new, but how do all those pieces fit together to ensure that the sector as a whole has access to cyber threat information? So now some critics of CISA say that the legislation would not have helped to prevent some of the major hacker attacks that we've been seeing so far this year in both the healthcare sector as well as other sectors, including the government, such as the cyber attacks on health insurer Anthem and on the Office of Personnel Management. Do you agree or disagree with that? Do you think that CISA could have helped perhaps with the healthcare sector being better prepared for those sorts of cyber attacks? 
I think it's always difficult to look back and say what would have helped or not helped. I think what we're trying to do at HIMSS is look forward and say, you know, what are the pieces that need to be in place to help the sector move forward? So information sharing is a big part of that, but also we've looked at it as what does the sector need from HHS in terms of some sort of minimum set of standards and best practices to be able to better defend against these cyber threats. At this point, there are sort of proprietary frameworks out there, um, but there's no sort of across-the-board sector-wide framework that obviously would tie to the NIST framework, but um, something that can be used across the range of healthcare organizations. So I don't think that we can say whether had CISA been in place at the time, it would have helped or not helped. I think the other thing that we always have to keep in mind is, you know, healthcare is a sector under attack by some very, very sophisticated cyber actors, especially in the international space, state-sponsored sub-state actors. So I think we're starting to take steps forward and we need to take steps forward, but CISA certainly is not the silver bullet to solve all of our cyber threat issues. Now, assuming CISA gets signed into law, on a daily basis, what sorts of cyber information, cyber threat information, do you see the healthcare sector sharing? Is it sort of the situation of there's a phishing attack going on, you know, we should see if our fellow healthcare providers are, are seeing similar things? What, what sorts of threats do you foresee being shared in terms of the information between healthcare sector organizations? I think from our perspective, the most important piece is getting that information from the government to healthcare organizations. From HIMSS's perspective, that's where the vast majority of the information is sitting. So that's why this piece of CISA dealing with ensuring that healthcare organizations have a single pipeline of information, information that is actionable and near real time and at no cost, because really that's where the bulk of the information is. So dealing with issues around classified information, you know, what we're really waiting to see is how can this infrastructure be put in place and how successful are we going to be in ensuring that that information that's held by the government, which is really the bulk of the information, is getting to healthcare organizations. So I think there will be cross-industry sharing or within the healthcare industry sharing of information, and that certainly happens to some extent right now, a little less formally. But what we really want to ensure is that that information, the bulk of the information that's within the government, intelligence agencies, homeland security, et cetera, that that information is getting to healthcare organizations. Finally, Samantha, looking ahead, what are your predictions about CISA? Do you think we'll see a reconciled bill hit President Obama's desk anytime soon? What do you think we'll be looking for? Will there be more opposition? Will there be more tweaks? What's next? I think there's certainly momentum right now. Obviously, through the end of the year, there are limited days in session, and there are some other legislative priorities that need to be dealt with around a spending bill and other priorities, but I would assume that they would want to move this conference relatively quickly given the momentum. And I think the differences in the bills are not 
so stark that they can't be overcome. So we're hopeful that there will be a final bill. Again, I think we'd like to see the Senate bill, including these health care provisions, sort of be the foundation, and then finally have a cybersecurity bill uh, go to the president's desk. I think it's long overdue, and everybody would like to see something done. So whether folks believe this is exactly the right thing to do or not, we view it as a step forward. Thanks, Samantha. I've been speaking with Samantha Birch of HIMSS. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.